Pastor Rico is our pastor. He has studied in seminary as well, finishing his doctoral degree. At the same time, he also has a master's in psychology from Ateneo Dinaga. And uh, he is also, aside from being a pastor, he's also a teacher. He teaches the military and the PNP. The PNP has their own college. He's one of their teachers because he was a former military man, really encountering the insurgents and shooting. And praise God, you're still alive, bro. Aside from that, he has a regular radio program in Legaspi. And from Legaspi, the GSF church there has prospered and uh, right now has reached to Santo Domingo. And I believe there's even work in Tabaco and there are other works. He can update us with that. So glad to have him back once again. Let us all welcome Pastor Rico Gallip. Good morning. It's really good to be back here. It's been a long time. I miss you. Well, many times in our lives, we find ourselves caught in situations that we feel we are incapable of accomplishing. We struggle to find a way out. And complain that had we been given an ample time to prepare, we could have done it better. Next experience in a band. Or sometimes we feel like we are engaged in situations that we caught, we are caught unprepared. Again, we complain. Had we been given an ample time to prepare, the outcome would have been positive. Just, just yesterday morning, as I was browsing my, my Facebook, my attention was caught by a post of a father asking for prayer regarding the physical condition of his one and only daughter. Papasahin ko lang yung kanyang post. Sabi niya, mga kapatid ko, mga kamag-anak at kaibigan, padalangin na lang po ang hinihingi ko ng tulong sa inyo sa kailangan ng anak ko. Nag-iisang anak na babae. Tatlong subjects na lang ang kailangan niya para matapos ang Bachelor of Law. So, valid dahil sa stress and pressure siya ay nakakaranas ngayon ng depression. Sabi niya, ang taas naman ng mga grades siya, pero bakit kaya siya na-depress ngayon? Hindi ako handang harapin to. Well, today, this, this morning, I'm going to talk about, Lord, I'm not ready for this. Lord, I'm not ready for this. How many times did you ask God, Lord? I'm not prepared for this one. I'm not ready for this experience. My finances is not ready. My heart is not ready. My emotion is not ready. My relationship is not ready. My wallet is not ready. How many times did you ask God of that question? You see, or maybe you are here this morning. You are just smiling in the outside. But in the inside, you are crying. Maybe you are going through a perplexing, perplexing situation where you think, Lord, bakit ngayon naman to dumating? Hindi ka man lang nag-text. Hindi ka man lang nag-telegrama for me to be prepared. Bakit ginulat mo ako, Lord? Ngayon pa. My family is not ready. My finances is not ready. My emotion is not ready. And those things, those are actually valid questions. Alam niyo sa regional training school sa mga police, every time nagbibigay ako ng exams, I like surprises. Usually, I usually do not announce my exam. But the last kong naririnig sa mga police, Sir, you didn't tell us. Hindi ka nagpasabi that you will give exams today. We're not ready. And my usual answer is, 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 it's not my obligation to remind you every day that I will be giving quiz. It's your obligation to enter the class always ready. Mga kapatid, sa ating buhay, ayaw nating binibigla tayo. Is that correct? Salamat sa tatlo. 
Gusto mo bang binibigla ka? Pag uwi mo sa bahay mo, mamay, ah, isang katutak na bisita sa bahay. How would you like that? Ayaw natin ng ganun. As much as possible, we wouldn't want to be caught unprepared. But sometimes it really happens, ladies and gentlemen. The question is, why would sometimes God place us in a hard situation that He knew we're not prepared? I'm sure Mahakapatid Moses and the Israelites at the same had the same question when suddenly a bandit group called the Malachites attacked them while they were resting at, in a place called Rephidim. They were caught and prepared. This morning, I want us to learn from them. What did God teach them during that situation? Let me first give you the background of this text. After the Red Sea experience, where they were being chased by the Egyptian armies, pagdating nila sa kabila, of course, wala, alam nila, wala nang nagahabol sa kanila. Nalunod na lahat dun sa Red Sea. Akala nila tapos na yung problem. The Israelites were starting to come down. The Lord started to supply their basic needs like food, water, shelter. So medyo kampante na sila kasi akala nila tapos na ang problema. But when they reached that place called Rephidim, suddenly something unexpected happened. See, while I was doing the research of this sermon, I looked at the word Rephidim. I was surprised and I was surprised when I discovered the word, the meaning of the word Rephidim. The meaning of the word Rephidim is idle, walang ginagawa, nakatunganga, nagre-relax, Rephidim. It was in Rephidim, brothers and sisters, that their idol or their idol moment that they were attacked by the enemy. I remember David while he was resting. It was the time that he was attacked. Kaya mga kapatid, be careful if you're not doing something for the Lord. Amen? Tanongin mo nga ang katabi mo. Pwede ba? Tanongin mo ang katabi mo. Kapatid, may ginagawa ka ba kay Lord? Huh? Huh? Ang daming kristyano, daming kristyano, mga kapatid, ang gift nila, PPP. No? Patayo, paupo, pauwi. Ayan, ang gift nila eh. Tanungin mo yung katabi mo, ikaw ba yun? <laughs> And so, while they were resting in Rephidim, the Abalekite attacked them. Surprise. Surprise attacked. Alam niyo ba kung sino itong mga Amalekites na ito? Amalekites were descendants of Esau. Ang ina-attack nila were descendants of Jacob. Talaga ano, malalim na yung away nila. Now, I want us to imagine here, brothers and sisters, they were not ready physically. Remember, they were slaves for 430 years to be exact. They don't have military training. They were not trained to fight there. They were, they were trained to be slaves, to serve. You don't training nila for 400 years. There was no record in the scripture that they were trained by the, by, in Egypt to fight. They were not trained. They were slain. Secondly, they were not ready emotionally. Kakatapos pa lang nilang nalagpasan ng great trouble. They were being chased by the Egyptian army. Pagod na pagod pa sila sa kakatakbo for how many days? And then problema na naman. They were not yet ready. They don't have armaments. Wala silang swords, chariots, and arrows. According to the Bible, ang bitbit lang nila ay mga pagkain, silver, and gold. Lahat na pangailangan nila. Wala silang battle plan. Tapos bigla silang haharap sa isang gyera. Sabi siguro nila, Lord, bakit naman? You are all-knowing God. You know that we're not ready. Bakit may nalaw yung situation na to? Tanong, why would God indeed place us, indeed place us in a situation where we find ourselves too small for a huge job? What is the sense of unpreparedness for? 
Let me share with you this morning three spiritual resources, three things. Tatlong bagay. One, bakit inaalaw ni Lord na sometimes surprise ang manangyayari sa ating buhay? Can you read uh, the first point? Ready? Go. Yes. So we may redirect our dependence from what we have to what God can do. What we have, what God can do. Let's look at verse 9. Can we have that on the screen, please? Verse 9. Sabi dyan, And so Moses said to Joshua, Choose men for us and go and fight against the Malachites. Tomorrow I will station myself on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. I want us to look at the word with the staff of God. With the staff of God in my hands. Sabi ni Moses, tomorrow while there is a fight, they were attacked suddenly, sudden attack, they were so surprised, they were not ready, sabi ni Moses. Well, Joshua, you fight and I will stand at the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. Folks, this is a very important statement from the mouth of Moses, from Moses himself. You see, in Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, I want us to go back to that portion. Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Tingnan muna natin. Anong sabi doon? Exodus 4, 1 and 2. Wala? Okay. Sabi doon ni God kay Moses, Moses, what is that in your hand? Sabi din ni Moses, my staff? A staff? My staff? The same staff being mentioned here? So prior to this, God has been appealing to, God, prior to Exodus chapter 4, mga kapatid, when God asked Moses, what is that in your hands? What is the context of that? Now prior to that, God has been appealing to Moses to go to Pharaoh. But Moses, Moses bombarded God with his excuses. And so in chapter 4, God said, What is that in your hand? Tanong, bakit nagtatanong si Lord kay Moses? Hindi niya ba alam ang hawak-hawak ni Moses na staff? Of course, alam yun ng Panginoon. So if he knew it, why ask? Listen, God just wanted to correct and redirect Moses' source of courage. Listen carefully. You see, that staff has been in his hands for 40 years. It has been his company. It has been his protection, his comfort zone. It has been his source of strength, a source of courage. But one day, God told him, Moses, there is a need for you to redirect your dependence from that staff to what I can do. For many years, he has been dependent on that staff. Every day, bit-bit niya yung staff. Pag may kalaban siya, I have a staff. Pag may, pag may mga hayop attacking the ship, I have a staff. And then one day, God told him, Hey Moses, if you want to be used by God mightily, you have to surrender that staff to me. Lo and behold, brothers and sisters, the moment Moses surrendered, to God, that stuff in his hand, the Lord started to perform tremendous miracles through that ordinary stick. In the very eyes of God, in the very eyes of Moses, God performed tremendous miracles through that ordinary stick that he surrendered to God. Dati, ginagamit niyo na yun eh. But all he can do is to kill small animals. Ordinary animals who would try to attack his ship. But when he turned it over to God, brothers and sisters, he saw God's unlimited power. He experienced God's unlimited power. Now, so you will notice that in verse 9, Moses no longer owned the stick. He didn't declare that it was his staff. Ano sabi sa verse 9? Tomorrow I will station myself at, on the top of the hill with the staff of God. Hindi niya sinabing, my staff. Sabi niya, tomorrow I will, I will stand at the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. He already surrendered it to the Lord. You see, mga kapatid, 
For me, that was a very important declaration of Moses. Knowing the background of Moses, he used to be a prince of Egypt. He was educated. He was trained. He used to focus on what, we, what he can do, on his power. In Exodus chapter 2, when Moses saw the Egyptian beating a Hebrew, his own people, walang tanong-tanong, he killed the, he killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. Walang tanong-tanong yun. It was his own decision. It was, it was his own choice using his own power. And when the Pharaoh heard what he did, again by himself without asking anyone, he fled to, the, to Midian and lived in the mountain as a fugitive alone. He used to work alone by himself. Ganyang katindi si Moses. Masyadong believe sa kanyang sarili. But one day God taught him a lesson. God told him, if you want to experience my power to be used by God tremendously, you have to surrender to him what you have in your hand. Ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. Any ordinary thing that you surrender to God will become an extraordinary instrument for His glory. Say amen if you agree. Any ordinary thing that you surrender to God will be used for His glory tremendously. I remember David and Goliath. When David faced Goliath in a fight, King Saul tried to dress him with his own armor. And the Bible says David, David refused to use that. Sabi ng Bible, because he was not used to them. Instead, he used his ordinary sling. He used his ordinary sling. In fact, when the giant saw him coming, ano sabi ni giant ni Goliath sa kanya? He said, Am I a dog? Am I a dog? That you come at me with sticks? Minaliit niya pa si David, bringing, fighting him with a sling. But one day, you know the story. You know the end of the story. David won the fight using the ordinary sling. Again, mga kapatid, any ordinary thing that you surrender to God will become an extraordinary instrument for His glory. How about a hand to the Lord if you agree? Amen. What is that in your hand that you need to surrender to God right now? What is that in your heart that you need to surrender to God right now? Akala mo yan ang best ni God sa'yo. But there is more if you surrender that to Him. Amen? There is more. There are more out there if you surrender that to Him. I tell you, even a baby, even the baby knows that the only way to get something new is to let go of what they are holding on. You see, brothers and sisters, before you ask a baby to let go, Kayo mga nanay, tatay na nandito. Before you can ask a baby to let go of what they are holding on, you need to offer him something new that will attract his attention. In the same manner, you will never let go of what you've got, of what you have in your hands, until you believe that there is something more, greater out there for you. It will start from surrendering the small things in your hands and believing, believing that God has something more for you. Hindi nga lang alam natin kung kailan at kung papano, but as Christians, brothers and sisters, we know that if it is from God, it must be best. Do you agree? You see, as people of God, there is always a need for us to imagine that God has something more for us out there. If we will just surrender to God what we have in our hands right now. Mga kapatid, kadalasan, we got stuck with where we are now. We tend to be satisfied with what we have in our hands. Okay na ako, Lord, dito. Okay na to sa akin, Lord. And we use that as an excuse 
to remain in mediocrity. We say, hanggang dito na lang yata talaga ako. Anyway, my, my parents were poor. My grandparents were poor. Nobody in my family had ever moved from poverty. So I guess this is my destiny. Huh? Folks, don't believe that lie. Amen? Don't believe that lie. God is a progressive God. Amen? Hello, say many if you agree. God is a progressive God. And He wants you to go farther. He wants you to go farther than your parents ever went. He wants you to be the one to break out of that mold. Maybe you were raised in a negative environment. Everybody around you is negative, depressed, and discouraged. As if there is no way out. And there is always a tendency to live in mediocrity. And just to live the same way as before. But I tell you, you can be the person to change that family tree. Amen? You can be the person to break that. I urge you folks, don't receive the curse of poverty that has been passed in your family. You can stop it. Don't pass that junk down to your children. Palaaway ang tatay ko, palaaway ako, palaaway din mga anak ko. Palamura si Lolo, palamura ako, palamura din mga anak ko. We were poor from the very beginning. That's why we are poor now. Don't believe that lie. Say amen if you agree. God is a progressive God. Wala akong narinig na palakpak ha, para you are not agree. Brothers and sisters, you say you need to say enough is enough. Say that with me. Enough is enough. I'm not going to receive that negative. Yes, declare it. Declare it. Alam mo, how many days ago, I was talking to a friend. Sabi niya, Pastor, please pray for me. I, ha- I am in a hospital now. I-, I-, I doubt, probably I have a colon cancer. Sabi ko, why is that? Why do you doubt? Sinabi ba ng doktor? No. Pero yung, yung lulo ko namatay sa colon cancer. Yung tatay ko namatay sa colon cancer. I believe I have a colon cancer. Wow. Ang ganda ng declaration mo, kapatid. See, we need to walk out every day with a faith, with that positive expectancy. That's the kind of faith that God wants us to develop deep inside us, brothers and sisters. Faith that says, God has something better for me out there. Even though I don't visibly see it now, it is by faith. Just be willing to let go of what you have now. Sa pananaw mo, palagay mo, ah, best ko na to, ah, best ko na to. Pero there's no such term as best now. The best is in the hands of God. Wala pa, maaaring maganda na yung hawak-hawak mo ngayon. You are living a good life now, but I tell there are more. There are more. It is important that we program our mind, ladies and gentlemen, with the best things of God. Each day, we must choose to live with an attitude that expect good things to happen. Huwag kang magigising na umaga, pagtingin, pagising mo pala, ay, uh, I'm sure, ganun na naman. Pagising mo palang sa umaga, pagtingin mo sa salamin, mukha pa ba to? Pagpalit mo ng ah, katawan pa ba to? You started day negative and it ended negative. You start the day with appreciation and expecting great things from God to happen. Pagising mo sa umaga, tinuwa sa sarili mo, you're the man. <laughs> diba? I tell you, that's psychological. There's effect. If you cannot appreciate yourself, how can you appreciate others? Hindi mo nga ma-appreciate ang sarili mo. Any appreciation that you make will be fake. Why? Hindi mo nga na-appreciate ang sarili mo. 
Tapos ma-fake ka pa. Uy, ang ganda mo. Well. And you don't even appreciate yourself. Ako, pre-nactice ko na yun eh. Pagkagising ko sa umaga. Hmm. You're the man. Well, sabi ni David sa Psalm, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I like the word surely. He didn't say maybe. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Let's start always the day saying surely. As I wake up this day, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Tumatago ka na sa ilalim ng kama, sinusukso ka pa ng goodness and mercy of the Lord. Ikaw na yung magsasabi, Lord, please, break muna sa blessing, Lord, please. Wala na akong mapaglagyan, Lord. Can that happen? Of course, yes. God is a good God. He's rich. He's rich. And that rich God is your father. Amen. Amen. Bakit mukha kang talunan? Your father is rich. Tapos naglalakad-lakad ka dyan sa SM para kang, bakit kapatid? Malang pera. Kumusta ka? Ang ganang pa rin kaapon. God, your God, your Father is rich. Huh? Do not pretend. But it is true, you're rich because your Father owns everything. Paglakad mo dyan sa sa SM, magano yan? Sisil. Magano yan? Peanut. Pag uwi mo, wala kang nabili. It's okay. It's okay. Alam niyo kung mabisit kayo, if you visit Legazpi, at tanongin mo yung uh, Bureau of Lands doon, pinatituluhan ko ng mayon. <laughs> Stop mourning over the spilled milk. God is best for you. Huwag kang, don't, don't walk like a loser. Walk, walk like a winner. Amen. Number two, why should God surprise us with perplexing situations sometimes? Number two, go, read together. So we may realize that the presence of God is more than enough. It's not just enough. It's more than enough. Say amen if you agree. Yes, more than enough. Considering their background, I'm sure they trembled in fear with this unexpected thing that happened to them. I'm sure many of them started to grumble against Moses again as they used to do. You know, practically, their complaints were valid. Looking at their condition and background, they're really not prepared for the battle. I believe that God knows it, of course. The why should an all-knowing God put His people in a situation that they are not prepared? You know, at that point, brothers and sisters, God taught them the second lesson. I can't imagine God was telling God telling them, Yes, I know wala kayong preparation. Yes, I know that you're not prepared. Yes, I know that you don't have training. Yes, I know that you don't have sword. You don't have chariots. Fighting against distrained bandits. That's precisely my point. That you face these bandits, these people unprepared. That's precisely my point. Kung handa kayo, saasabihin nyo, kaya kami nanalo because we were trained. My point is, you fight without training so that you find my presence more than enough. 
So you may realize that my presence alone is more than enough. Mga kapatid, he had the staff that made him confident of the abiding presence of God. A pastor, tayo, wala naman tayong mga rod and staff now. Of course, yes, we know that. But we have Jesus Christ in our hearts. Amen. Jesus is not just a rod. Jesus is not just the staff with us. Si Moses, staff lang hawak-hawak niya. Ikaw, nasa puso mo ang King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. Tasabihin ni Moses, why are, you, why are you not afraid? Why are you confident? Moses would say, I have the staff of God in my hand. Ikaw tatanungin kita, why are you not afraid? Why are you confident? Because what? I have Jesus in my heart. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. How about amen? Alam mo, meron sa kapitbahay namin, may napakalaking aso. Nanggugulat lang pag nakita mo siya yung laki. Uy! Aso! Pero labasan mo ng balit na aso. Ang bunto, tinatago sa ilalim eh. Ang laki-laki niya pero takot. Minsan ganyan tayo eh. Ang laki-laki ng Diyos mo. Pero napitik ka lang. Ayoko na magsimba. Ayoko na. Nung ka namabalik pa ako dyan sa GCF Naga, napitik lang ng konti. Pinaringgan kasi ako ni Pastor. <laughs> Naalala ko how many years ago, nung nandito pa ako, may buhok pa ako na konti dito. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about being late. Come on time. Come to the church on time. Puti na lang kangina, walang mga late. Walang konti. Dami. Mga member ng frat. Fratting late. Yung mga member ng frat dito, say amen if you agree. Marabi. Ayaw tumingin. I was preaching about that here. The same place. Siguro nasa second point na ako sa kalagitnaan ng sermon. Biglang pumasok late talaga. Kalagitnaan ng sermon dumating. Alam mo eh, pagpasok niya dito, tama-tama sinabi ko, mga kapatid, you don't do that. Oh, we're late. Sabi. <laughs> Hindi ko na mapigil na sa second point na ako. Eh, alam ko na masabihin ko, let's move to the third point kasi may late. <laughs> so, nandun siya. Wala siyang tingin-tingin sa akin. Talaga, talaga. Binanat-banatan ko. Wala. <laughs> Next Sunday, tinignan ko siya na napanap ko. Pambira, wala. <laughs> Next Sunday, wala na naman. <laughs> Good Lord, alam ko na ang dahilan. Nandito ba siya ngayon? <laughs> I visited him and her. <laughs> para, para ano, I visited that person. Pambira, pagpasok ko sa bahay nila, tinimplahan lang ako. Kapi ang pinaharap sa akin, pero siya wala. Hinintay ko siya. Sabi ko, what happened? Pastor, pambira, masama ang loob ko sa'yo. Bakit? Kapasok-pasok ko pa lang, pinaringgan mo agad ako. <laughs> Sabi ko sa kanya, hindi naman ikaw pinaka. Makamakain mo na, I, I prepared the message. No, you know, Monday pa, hindi ko naman alam na malilate ka that time. Nagkataon lang yun. Pagkawarin <laughs> mo na ako, kapatid. Kapatid naman tayo. I promise. Hindi na kita paparinggan. Basta on time ka na. <laughs> Alam mo, starting that day, that Sunday, hindi na siya nalilay. Pambihira yan. Umagang, maagang, maagang na siya dito lagi. Okay. 
Kaya yung mga late kanina, hmm, hindi ko kayo pinaparinggan, ha? Kasi, prepare ko yung message. Hindi ko naman alam kung sino malilate. It's okay. Ha? Tanong, balik tayo dito. At that point, God taught them the second lesson. Precisely the reason why they, the Lord allowed them to experience that unprepared. They were caught unprepared para ituro sa kanila ni Lord that what you need is not the chariots. Hindi nyo kailangan yung sword. This point, hindi nyo kailangan ng training. Ang kailangan nyo is the very presence of God. Labanan natin si Lord. You know, but sometimes, like the apostles, even when we know that Jesus is with us on the boat, natatakot pa rin tayo sa pagdating ng unos. Alam natin, Jesus is with us. Ilang minuto pa ako. Mga two hours pa. Thank you. Ah. Just one illustration, I will end. <clears throat> one day, meron mag-asawa nag, ano na sila, retire teachers. Sabi ng mag-asawa, Honey, total naman, matagal na tayong nagtatrabaho. Why don't we uh, take vacation sa Paris? Sabi nung lalaki, kuripot ang lalaki. Sabi nung lalaki, anong Paris pa? Maraming Paris-Paris dyan. Dito na lang tayo. We go to London. Sabi na nung babae, promise, magtitipid tayo, promise. Okay, magtitipid tayo. Magbarko lang tayo. Ha? Okay, nagbarko sila pa London. <laughs> so, proktipid na magbarko pa London. Sabi na nung um, guy, sino dito ang may kinalang kuripot ang lalaki. <laughs> Sabi na nung guy, okay, but you promised me, ah, don't buy anything sa loob ng barko. Don't buy anything. Doon lang tayo sa kwarto at magbabaon lang tayo. So nagbaon lang sila. Hindi naman sila pwede magluto ng kanin. Babaon nila isang buwan ng biyahe. <laughs> so, so sabi nila, sabi ng lalaki, alam ko na kung ano magtatagal sa loob ng isang buwan. Bibili tayo ng isang sik, isang sakong mang-emong pandesal, ano? <laughs> so nagbibili silang isang sakong pandesal. <laughs> Araw-araw kinakain nila pandesal. <laughs> Hanggang sa nagtigas na pandesal, di ba? <laughs> nung last day na 29th day, sabi na nung babae. Sabi na nung babae, honey naman. <laughs> Makulog na ang alanuan ko. <laughs> Baka, baka pwede naman tayong punta sa canteen to buy food naman. Huwag na itong pandesal, may amag na. Meron ng kuryang bag. And then sabi nila, alright, let's go to the canteen, but please, huwag kang turo ng turo. <laughs> Ako magbabayad. So they went to the canteen. Pag napupunta nila sa canteen, sabi wala silang nagustuhan na price. Mamahal. Pagdating nila sa dulo, sabi na ng, sabi na ng kasya, can I take your order, sir? Sabi na ng, ng lalaki, no order. order. So expensive. Sabi na ng kasya, do you have ticket, sir? Yeah, we have ticket. Of course. Have ticket. Let me see the ticket. Pagdat, pagdating, hindi nyo ba binasa what's inside the ticket? Uh, why? What's inside the ticket? Sabi na ng nandun sa ticket, Your food for one month is free. <laughs> Nagtiste sila ng pandesal. <laughs> Yung food nila for one month is free. Hindi nila binasa ang ticket nila. Mga kapatid, nakakatawa. Ang tawag natin sa kanila ay ano? We call them what? Tanga. But I tell you, ang daming kristyanong ganyan. Jesus Christ is with you and He promised to provide you everything that you need. Yeah. 
Bakit takot ka to step out of the boat? Just like many of the apostles. Sabi nila, is that your Jesus? Sabi ni Jesus, yes, this is me. Sino lang nagsabi na, well, if that is you, let me walk. Let me come near you. There was only one, and that was Peter. And the rest of them just, yeah, we believe you. That's, yeah, it's Jesus. But they didn't say, hey, let me walk. Let me get out of the boat. It was only Peter who decided to transfer his faith from something sure to nothing but faith. It was only Peter who did that. He didn't say, Lord, pwede bang, yeah, I believe it's you, but pwede bang makakita mo na ako ng bridge? Before I walk on the water, pwede bang you provide me mo na a boat? No, he didn't ask that. The moment he, he realized it was Jesus, sabi niya, no need of the bridge. All I need is Jesus. I know I can walk. On the water. Do you have Jesus Christ in your heart? That Jesus is more than enough with your needs. More than enough. You believe that? Yeah. Last point na lang to. Pwedeng two minutes lang itong last point. Total naman eh. Once, once in every ten years lang naman ako nagbe-preach dito. I can remember my last preaching here was in 2013. 2018 na ngayon. Masusunod na naman ito eh. Tagal-tagal na naman eh. Ha? Baka pati kilay ko wala na. Pagkos. <laughs> Third point. Why would God sometimes surprise us? Number three. Read together. Begin. So we may see the value of others in the body of Christ. When Moses and the Israelites started their exodus, they were not acquainted yet to each other. So when they experienced that unexpected crisis, God taught them the third lesson, the value of others. You see, from the very start of their exodus, they knew that Moses holds the staff. Para sa kanila, si Moses lang ang magaling. Kasi nakita nila, ha, Moses would turn the water into blood. Wow, grabe. Ha, Moses would, would, would divide the Red Sea by the staff. Oh, grabe. So nakafocus sila kay Moses. Moses magaling. Moses matindi. Moses has leadership. Moses has power. Nafocus sila kay Moses. Kung anong sinabi ni Moses, he's the leader. Wala nang tanong-tanong ang iba. No? Imagine the respect, the respect to Moses. For them, Moses was in a pedestal. Nandun nakafocus ang mata nila kay Moses. But in the midst of this centralized movement, God sent the unexpected crisis. Why? What was God's intention? Listen to the third reason. God wanted to teach Moses and the rest of the Israelites the third lesson. The value of others. Moses, hindi lang ikaw ang magaling. Alam mo, balikan natin sa verse 9. Sabi ni Moses, nung, uh, when the enemy were there, sabi ni Moses, tomorrow I will station myself with the staff of God in my hands. Anong sabi niya kay Joshua? Verse 10, Joshua did, Moses. Well, prior to that, sabi ni Joshua, sabi ni Moses, magbili ka ng mga tao and then go and fight. It was the first time that Moses made mention of the name Joshua. Prior to this event, there was no Joshua. There was no Aaron. There was no Ur. Moses, 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 Moses. During this time, Moses realized that he can't do the work alone. He can do the work alone. Though he had the staff of God in his hand, yet God made him realize that there are things that he cannot do alone. You see, kanina sinabi ko na sa'yo, he used to be a loner. Grabe ang believe niya sa kanyang sarili. 
Everything in this life prior to this event was done by himself. And so with this unexpected crisis came their way, Moses saw the potential of Joshua. He realized na kailangan ko pala ang ibang tao. Minsan, mga kapatid, may mga taong dumarating na sa point na akala nila they can survive alone. I can do this alone. Kaya kong mabuhay mag-isa. Kaya kong gawin ang ministry na ito mag-isa. Hindi ko kailangan ng tulong ng ibang tao. Self-sufficient ako. That is actually a dangerous place, kapatid. Kung dumating ka na sa point na ganyan ang pananaw mo, I'm sure the Lord will make a way to change your perspective. Kasi, kapatid, from the very inception, God has intended or designed that we should be one body and we should be needing each other. So, mga kapatid, I challenge you. Take time to know your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Maybe you don't need them, you don't need them now. But probably they need you now. Amen? Probably you're self-sufficient. I don't need somebody now. Pero maaaring ang katabi mo na yan, walang pamasahe pa uwi yan. Walang makain yan sa bahay, nag-a-hi-hello lang. Kaya, oh, you Brad, okay, okay, okay. Hindi mo man lang tinang, Brad, may pamasahe ka ba? Ilang taon ka nang nagsisimba? Meron ka bang nilapitan at sinabi, How are you, brother? Alam mo, one day, doon sa Legaspi, one day may tinanong ko, tagal-tagal lang niya nagsisimba. Lalaki to ah, machong dating. Tinanong ko siya after the service. First time, siguro of three years na, guilty nga ako eh. After three years, tinanong ko, are you brother? Alam mo, tanong ko lang yun. Biglang namula ang mata niya. Tapos biglang umiyak. Pambihira ah. Umiyak na iyak siya. Garabi pala ang kanyang pangilabi niya, Pastor. Yan lang kailangan kong tanong. I needed somebody to talk to. Mahaba na nang sinabi niya. Isa lang tinanong ko kumusta ka, kapatid. When was the last time that you have asked somebody in this room, kumusta ka, kapatid? Or ina-assume mo na lahat sila ay okay dahil lahat sila ay maganda at mga gwapo? Ha? Akala mo lang yun na okay sila pero isang kalabit mo lang yan. Sasabihin <laughs> Kailangan kita. Yes. Mga kapatid, hindi lang trip ni Lord na pinagsama-sama tayo dito, mga kapatid. Ba't ka nandito? Pinagtripan ako ni Lord. <laughs> Dinala ako sa GCF. Eh. <laughs> Let us learn to accept that this is, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ and we need each other. Let us continue to reach out. Let us learn to appreciate each other, to reach out. Baka ang tagal-tagal mo na mag-tagal-tagal mo na mag-attend, ang tawag mo sa katabi mo, brother, bro, sis, bakit? Sa totoo lang, hindi mo lang pangalan eh. Nagkita-kita kayo sa alabas. Gusto mo ipakilala. Hindi mo alam ang pangalan. Brother si brother. Sister si sister. Why? Ten years ka na sa church. Nagkikindatan lang kayo. Why don't you go to that person and say, How are you brother? What's your name? I'm Rico. You? Let's get inside other people's skin. Let us take time to reach out. Alam natin kung ang taong yun nangangailangan ng tapik lang, baka. As I close, the problem is that sometimes, mga kapatid, listen carefully. The problem is that sometimes we are focused on the flower in one single flower that we neglect to appreciate the beauty of the forest. Ganda ng flower na to. Siya na lang, siya na lang, siya na lang. Siya na lang magaling, siya na lang matindi, siya na lang. Close ko! Ganun kami! But there are a lot of flowers in the forest. Some are dying na hindi mo napansin.
Kapatid, never allow yourself to be limited, be fooled by the wrong notion that there is only one beautiful flower in the forest. That's wrong. And as we focus our eyes only to a very limited perception, maraming magaganda at mababait sa church. Hindi mo lang sila napapansin. Amen. Isang tao lang ang nagkamali sa'yo. Akala mo lahat ng tao sa church walang hiyana. Ayaw ko pa sanang matapos eh. Pero ginugutom na rin ako. <laughs> Di pa ako nag-almasal, bro. Ha? Yeah, Nag-uusap pa sila kung saan ako papakainin. Uh, I want us to bow down our heads. Kapatid, I don't want to finish this message without encouraging us to tap somebody, to greet somebody, to hug somebody here inside this hall and say, Makapatid, you are important. I value you. You know, after this prayer, can I, bro, can I ask them to stand and just in five minutes, just roam around and greet each other and probably hug each other, especially those ones that tagal-tagal na dito pero hindi mo pa nakakausap. Lord, thank you for this privilege of hearing your words. Thank you, Lord, that we have you have taught, taught us the lesson, the reason why you are surprising us sometimes. Forgive us, Father, for not responding to the situation properly. Thank you, Lord, for this message and for these reminders. Through Christ our Lord, this is a prayer. Amen. Thank you. Good morning.